three, two, um, one. Hey everyone, welcome to the Room 5 E3 Cuento with Anne. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to the Room 5 E3 Cuento with Anne. And for today's episode, um, I'm going to start us off with a very special guest who I'm so glad has been able to do this three, has accepted my invitation. Please welcome my non and only best friend since grade school, Virgil Ramos. I am on mute pala. I was talking for the past few seconds. But again, welcome everybody. I am Virgil Ramos and I am in room 5E with Anna Navarez. I can't believe that we have finally tried this out. I thought, I mean, Anna, how, how, how come I'm a bolero? Please explain this to the English-speaking Majority. Oh, do you want me to make make cuento about what bolero means? Oh my freaking gosh! I I guess so. Oh oh, I know what we can talk about today. What would you want to talk about today, Virgil? Um, I mean, I was meaning to ask you how it is to live and study in the American islands. I mean, this I mean <laughs> continent. There's no island in America, or is there? I mean, I think there is. But yeah, how is it? How is it staying in America? I mean, a lot of Very people are probably okay. a lot um, of people are probably asking that also. I mean, wow, that's something lot. they should know. That's a something lot. they should know. That's something okay. they should know well, about you. Background, okay, to the devoted listeners, Charot. But yeah, background. Um, I do study abroad for um. I'm on my senior year for two years. I've been studying in New York, and then I transferred to California, in San Diego. Um, yeah. Well. I'm a, I feel like I feel so shy to make cuento every time I try to tell people that I study abroad. I feel like, you know, like whatever, like even here, if if people like ask me where I study, I'll be like, dude, lang, here lang, lapit lang. They're gonna think they're gonna think you're boasting about your yeah. privilege. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't want to really explicitly say it or specifically say, oh, I study abroad. So I just like, oh, dude, lapit lang. But anyway, yeah. Um, you want to ask me how does it feel like moving in? Like no, not, not about moving. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start with that because I've <laughs> always wanted to move in because in, in, for some reason, in America, they have huge-ass dorms because here in the Philippines, we have dorms, but then it's only situated inside campus and for people that actually need them. So, for example, like me, I study here in the Philippines. I'm the Arenea. What? You study no, in the Arenea? But I, yeah, I study in Metro Manila and I had to rent, I had to rent out a condo unit just right beside school because you know there's no there's no good dorms like legit dorms so again Anna, how was it how was your movie in experience first in New York then second in San Diego California well, for my first year in New York my mom like accompanied me so she's the one who saw my first experience in the whole moving into dorm it was really it was it was um it was bittersweet because like you know i i was the first one to enter my room it was a three-bedroom room and i would remember i remember unpacking my stuff and then my mom was just there standing by the door and like trying to not cry and so when she started crying i started crying and yeah, like to me, like, because before no high school, talaga, I really didn't want to like 
Like, I was so ready and prepared to, like, leave Manila and all that and start a new life in college. But then the moment I started moving in, the moment I stepped foot to dorm, it's like, oh, my God, this is happening. You know? It was, like, a really bittersweet feeling. <laughs> and then, because, like, 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 you know, like, you're, like, a thousand, like, like a thousand miles away from your home. And it's just so weird, like, being away. Why do you use smiles? No one uses smiles here. We use kilometers. It, it doesn't make any difference. It's gonna be like maybe like two digit thousand kilometers so away. It still, makes, it still makes a lot of sense if you use kilometers. But we get the point. I mean, you use smiles in the States, so. Shut the fuck up, Richard. Shut so the fuck up. But yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. But my mom didn't cry the man. <laughs> because you were like, dude, we're the, you were like staying in Katipunan. How fucking far was that from where you were at? But then, you know, some parents still cry, you know. That's true. I mean, that's why, that's probably why I, I go home every other day back in first year. What? You're so sad ng pera and gas. I don't know what I was doing because I wanted to go home every other day because I felt kind of homesick still but I got used to it so I had I had some independence you know what they say about independence I know I know no for I real big... I did mingle with my roommates it was nice and yeah, I made a lot of friends exactly. in the dorm but I heard the big apple is a it's a huge apple how was it <laughs> it was you bitch you've been to New York you cried remember <laughs> <laughs> you read no, Times Square. No, I didn't say that. Nobody heard me say that. You want me to like scroll down in your messages and then I'll screenshot it and post it somewhere. Honestly, page. guys, when I went to New York, it was so underwhelming. <laughs> I thought it would smell nicer, but it didn't. No, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> so New bad. York is not the best city, like, in technical, you know. Like, but then... What they show in the movies, like especially with those that that live in apartment buildings, like they go down, go go across the block, and get their French butter croissants or something. They their their onion bagel with cream cheese, and it looks so good. But when I bought those, where the fuck did you buy? There are some actual good bagel shops in New York. Did you buy the one from the cart? Because the ones in the cart are shit. Not the ones in the cart. I got this across my hotel. Like, was it like a bodega? What? What did you just say? Bodega. <gasps> it's like a it's like a sari sari store, but not a sari sari store. I don't know. It took like a cafe to me. But when I first got to New York and I, when I when I checked in the hotel, you know where I went? Where? I went to Arby's. <laughs> Why the fuck would you go to Arby's? Arby's is a sad <laughs> It was the only thing open during that time. I, by the way, if anyone was wondering, I stayed by, I stayed at at, um, Holiday Inn, just near Times Square. Mm, that's and, why. And I and I and we only had Arby's re- open around the area because you wouldn't want to walk around New York at that time. It looked pretty sketchy to me. It felt like Tondo Manila. <laughs> <laughs> You know, okay, I just want to clear out. Yeah, New York is not the best city ever. It's stinky, it's nasty, it's gross. But there's a feeling that happens when you live there. For like, you're not, you're actually, you know, I've had friends that, you know, 
visited New York and actually Denise, if you know, I remember when I met Denise in Times Square, the Starbucks in Times Square, she was like, saying, oh, New York is just like Makati, which is true with all the tall buildings and all the busy streets and stuff like that. And here's the thing I said about moving to New York. Eh? You really should put your expectations down. And before moving to New York, my expectations were really low because my first experience in States was, you know, LA. And I was like, I was super excited. I was super stoked. But then when I went there, it's so like, ah, it's just, you know, like Alabang, chill. Many cars, all that stuff. So when I, and, and when I went to New York, I was like, all right, I'm not going to put my expectations. I'm not going to bring my expectations up because I'll be going there for like college and stuff. So, but when I lived there, it was like, you really get to fall in love with the city. If you've stayed there long enough, you're going to understand why a lot of movies are based there. Stories are made up there because like, okay, I'm not going to admit this, but I will admit this. I did watch To All The Boys Part 3. <laughs> and only because like my friend like recommended it. But anyway, so I watched that and Lana was like, you really fall in love with the city because every corner has a story, which is true. Every fucking corner has a story. If anything, I do have a fucking story there in some corner on 110th Street in New York. But I'm not going to say that because I feel like if I did, my mom would be listening to this. But anyway, it is like, just give it some time. You know, you'll fall in love with it. Like, it's like a person, you know? The Virgil relate ka dito. At first, di mo siya type. Pero, unti-unti, naging type mo na. Nafafall ka na, di ba? Mukha na I can't freaking relate to this story, to this narrative. I ain't part of it. So if you all want to know Are you more about furfer? Are you furfer? Are you furfering? <laughs> if you all want to know more about this side of the story, better follow me on my IG. <laughs> wow, shameless plug. <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah, though, you guys can DM me. I'm going to talk more about it. Or we could talk about it in a different episode. But we're not here for that. We're here for... Virgil! What? I asked you to do this for, with me so I can ask you about you. Hindi po rin kwento mo dito. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh, I was the guest here. I thought this was my podcast. I mean, podcast takeover. <laughs> bye. Can I say bye to Ano? They commissioned her. Everyone, Why? follow me. Follow me, everybody. But yeah. Well, you sound like those people in the, you know, airplane. All right, so we just landed in Ninoy Aquino International Airport. <laughs> Philippine Airlines welcomes you to Manila. Virgil, <laughs> you're an aspiring pilot. No, not aspiring. really. I'm an aspiring, successful person. That's all I want to be right now. Wow. I'm not even thinking about career and stuff. All I want to be is a star. A motherfucking star. So, if y'all want to see me become a star, follow me on TikTok or whatever. I'm a dance to your Corvette. Corvette. <laughs> what? Virgil, I know you're making fun of this, but I will really put this on air. I'll, I'll actually put this on a podcast. Guys, if you're listening to this and Anna puts this on air, could someone please report this episode? Wait, it ain't doing, gonna... <laughs> doing me good. Oh no. I'm just kidding. But yeah, actually, how life is like in college. <laughs> wait, wait, what did you want to talk about? Did you want to talk about I wanted to know if you still have the same aspirations as before, that you still want to be a pilot. What? Didn't didn't we want to talk about how you were 
in the states and how it is different in the Philippines. I guess not. I guess we're gonna okay, shift okay, to another okay. topic. You you make okay. me feel guilty. My aspirations, dude, they're not the same anymore. <laughs> well, isn't okay, that the sad reality, naman? Kasi actually, actually, I really think, especially in our age now, I'm actually 21. I was like 22. Which I'm so, 21. Do you, do you remember? He's about to turn 22. But, um, especially in my in our age bracket now. Especially in our senior year in college, we just wanna know what we want to for ourselves. We have this like existential crisis that y'all probably gonna get into, or for those older than us, you guys probably had this already. You thought you knew your what your plans were, but then things change. Just like the Avatar, he vanish, and a hundred years pass. Kara, Katara, and Sokka found them. But yeah, similar to that. My aspirations vanish. And now it's the hundred year of my aspirations. So now I found them again. In, what in is your asp- by- what are your aspirations? I don't know. Come on, you're pressuring me, guys. Oh my god, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. I feel it's like scary. anyone were gonna listen to this and then you're gonna be like, Oh, you know, my aspirations after hundred years, they were gone, but then they come back. I feel like they're gonna be like, What the fuck is his aspirations? What the fuck are his aspirations? Guys, my honesty, guys. You will find your aspirations. Maybe not now, not tomorrow. Let's try a week after that. That's, that's, that's all reset, seven days after. But seriously, though, I don't know what I want to do now. Well, what I want, maybe the first immediate thing I want to do is actually have a job. You, know? you just want to earn for yourself, so you can buy, because I want to buy myself an Apple Watch. So, yeah. I've always, wanted an, I've always wanted an Apple Watch. But yeah, I mean, if my family's listening to this, I'm going to treat you guys for sure. But I'm going to buy myself an Apple Watch first. But I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I okay, Apple Watches are ugly, but they're very convenient. I actually got an Apple Watch recently. I always despise them because they were unnecessary and ugly. But they're very convenient. It is pretty nice, especially for a working person like myself in the next few months because I don't want to be holding my phone all the freaking time. So I just want to have it on my wrist. Because, guys, if, if it didn't, if it doesn't make sense anymore, don't use your phone. Because it's just going to distract you from everything. You're going to want to reply to a person you don't want to talk to. Secondly, you're going to want to go through your socials and look at the stories of your crush. I mean, not that I'm doing that thing, but I kind of am. And number three, you just don't want to do your, your school stuff, your work stuff, even family things. You're just going to go through TikTok and do your Corvette Corvette dance. Corvette Corvette? Is that even a thing on TikTok now? It is a thing. God, oh my gosh, we got ourselves a But boomer. anyways, guys, what people... What Virgil has been trying to say is that, you know, it's okay to not know what you want right now because sometimes there are times where, you know, personally, me, I don't know what I want to do in my life, but what I do know that I don't want is to be, you know, short of money and, you know, constantly like, like, I don't know what I want, but I do know what I don't want, which is, you know, struggle with money, if that makes sense. Oh, I totally get you. You know what? Okay, good point. Good point. 
because I I keep telling this to my siblings, even to my friends that I want to be comfortable in life enough for me to be to be ready. For example, if there's a health emergency in the family, like I'm ready to pay that off. Like I don't have to borrow money. I don't have to have to loan or get a mortgage on my health insurance or something. I don't think it can get mortgage. I don't know if I, I used to like I don't think you can get mor- mortgage for I, I guess I think you use mortgage for your for your house. House is different from health insurance. Oh, exactly. Oh, never mind. I was just trying to Americanize this concept. What? But anyway, <laughs> for all the Filipino listeners out there, I was talking about the bar. Like when someone gets sick, hospital bills tend to pile up, and oftentimes, even with just the room rate, it's already too much. So I want to be comfortable enough for me to be able to pay all of that without having to think twice about it. Do you get where I'm coming from? And I and I want to be comfortable enough in life for me to not because okay, this pandemic taught us a lot of things. What if are you don't they? have enough money, if you don't have enough savings or investments, six months without work or not doing anything could could shell you out so dry. Like you, you've you've seen a lot of families yeah. in, even in the Philippines get shelled out like because they don't have enough money. But I want to be comfortable enough that in the next pandemic, hopefully, God forbid, that I won't experience it again because, God damn it, if that comes back... <laughs> like how you said God forbid and then say God damn it in one sentence. If that, if that comes back, mm-hmm. dude, come on. I'm gonna freaking sue. Come on, like, come on. One Wait, pandemic, who the fuck are you gonna sue? I'm gonna sue the universe. What? I'm gonna use the court of Sorry, I'm sorry. Never mind. I'm going to just stop that thought. Some of our listeners might be getting bad at me. But I want to be able to support myself. Just in case a pandemic comes back, I want to be able to pay off my kid's tuition fee if I have a kid. And I want to be able to eat what I want to eat. Yeah. But of course, guys, global warming is one of the biggest issues we have. So... Reduce, reuse, recycle, and restore. That's one thing you guys should remember. You gotta restore the environment to how it should be. So live sustainably, guys. Live sustainably. You know, all of all of these sicknesses, they come from virus, bacteria. They might come from the ground you're standing on. So you guys gotta be sustainable. Literally everything that we touch, everything that we are surrounded in, are consist of bacteria and viruses and germs exactly and all that stuff. Exactly my point. That's why you guys should drink your cold. <laughs> what? Verge! <laughs> but exactly. Going back to our main point. What yeah, is our main I point? Mean, I know. Why am I doing all Just the talking kidding. here? I'm not. I'm part. waiting for you to like... I'm waiting really? for my part to interject because like from, from like talking about life and then now we're talking about like germs. Oh my gosh. No, that wasn't what I was trying to say. But if y'all want to go to that conversation, just let me know. <laughs> I, what? Are you trying to... Okay, anyway. Virgil. What? I feel like we haven't talked in a really long time. Prior to like last week. How is everything... With love, life, and friendship. You've answered the lo- life part. How about friendship? I don't know. 
I don't know why we have to go to this topic because you're part of my friend circle, one of my circles. So you should be updated about it. I don't know why you have to let the whole world know about it. But I mean, guys, friendship is very important nowadays, especially with your mental health and everything. I mean, you got that is true. I'm a, I'm a change into my radio accent, but if you guys want to feel it, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's very, very important mental health because you don't want to be you don't want to be like Patrick under his rock. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a Patrick star. I don't know where I'm going at at this point. But <laughs> all I can say is keep your friends close and your best friends closer. Why not enemies? Do we have enemies? There's no time for enemies in this pandemic. Let's just... Enemies? Guys, or in general, on. pandemic or not, there's no time for we're enemies. Getting, we're getting old. Enemies shouldn't be enemies at the, at this point. You should try to mend and reach out to them. Extend an olive branch, if you know what I mean. Because a dove is bound to go to that branch and peck you in the freaking head. Why? Do you know why it's called, why, why it's the, you know, why the symbol is an olive branch? Because they're going to need olive oil to make their pasta for good oh. health French. <laughs> I knew it. Virgil oh. Aurelia Ramos. <laughs> what? Okay, so yeah, let me ask you this question. If there's any, you know, bad blood with a friend out there right now or somewhere, if you have one in your life, Don't what message, all? what message would you want to give them? If they're Honestly, listening. Hey, what's up? Um, what's up, guys? For those that aren't my friends anymore, <laughs> it's fine. I understand you. I'm a Leo, so I know what all your zodiac signs are. That I check. We're not compatible, even as friends. So I'm sorry. I know the universe has told me. So thank you very much for being part of my life. I hope to see you never. <laughs> What are you, oh, Virgil? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, everybody. I have nothing against you. It's probably your zodiac sign. You're probably a Pisces. That's why we don't mend or mix well. So I'm sorry. It's retrograde. <laughs> Isn't it renegade? Retrograde. Oh, wait, shit. Renegade is the TikTok. What the oh. fuck's retrograde? I never understood that. Like I only knew about that like last year. You know this this whole zodiac thing is a cult. It's a freaking cult. Who, cult? The, who in the world would tell someone right after they got into an accident? You tell that person, probably a Scorpio. God damn it! How did you tell that to someone who got into a car crash? You guys are a cult. I'm telling you, the zodiac thing it's a cult. Conspiracy theory time. I never understood how podcasts work. I feel like podcasts need to um, be on. Huh? What? Huh? What do you mean podcasts and then conspiracy theories? What? Conspiracy theory time. You know what? I know this has to be structured well. Do you actually make go and make cuento to someone and have a structured cuento? Like, do you go like? Yeah. I tell what? them first what happened in the start of my week. Then I go to the mid-level section. Then lastly, to what happened yesterday. Oh my! You want me God. to go structured? 
because no. I, I feel like I feel like I feel like I you've made up you've made updates for the past week. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you I'm gonna ask again the question: Why are you sick? Why do you have like tonsillitis? What did you drink? Because guys, the past few days I've been having too much iced coffee. I've specifically had an iced vanilla latte, and you know what they put in the latte? Vanilla. That's why it's called an iced vanilla latte. Version. <laughs> Very, very sweet. It's very sweet. And I already knew that my tonsils were very sensitive to anything sweet. But, and yet, and yet, I've been consistent. I've been having a lot of sweet things. This is why, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. Y'all should take care of your throats. Be careful what you put in there. Like, like, um, Anything sweet, anything that could damage your throat, like alcohol. Anyway, Virgil, what are you gonna cuento? Do you have any cuentos that you wanna? No, nothing has been nothing much has been happening. Cause, guys, if there's one thing you guys should know about, I easily get over things a lot. So I'm actually over a lot of things the past few weeks. So I'm good. Right now, all I'm worrying about is graduation. Oh. Wait, Virgil, you know what? Wait, okay, yeah, before graduation, but you know what? Something came up. I know why you have a freaking tonsillitis. Tonsillitis. It's not because of the ice vanilla latte. It's because of the ice cream we had in Balay Dako. Balay Dako? No, the ice cream there was good. It is, It wasn't yes. as sweet. Of course it, wasn't it is. wasn't as sweet. But the ice cream was pretty good, though. So if you guys want to head on over to... Balay the Kauwe and Tagaytay City. Please do Tagaytay try out City. Their, Please do try out their chocolate ice cream. Pretty good. Pretty sweet. Smooth in the throat. And it would... Delicious. A plus. A plus ice cream. You know what they call that? Homemade. So again, if you guys have any other song requests for us here tonight, okay. please do hit up the hashtag Room53E with Anna Lavares. You said and... the title wrong, man. What was it? The Room53E3, not 53E. Oh, 5E3. Oh, I forgot about that. But again, if you guys have any song requests, I forgot this was a, this was a podcast on a radio station, but... Okay, Again, anyways, we want to talk about the graduation. How is that going for you? How is it going in oh, the Aroneo? My graduation. Actually, the last time we had talks with the school administration, it was going to be in October. October, I don't know when. But I'll be done by late May. So by May, your boy will be graduating with flying colors. But wow. again... Again, sana cum laude. So, I'm going to throw that out of the window. I'm not going to be a cum laude or something. Wait, will it be, will it be online? Would, would it not, be an online? You're not yet sure. Not yet sure. It's, it's in October, so there's still a possibility. Hopefully, we get our vaccine soon that it would be held live. Because, come on, I worked hard for four freaking years. For me not to walk into that yeah. stage. I need to walk that stage, you know. That is true. But then you know, it is what it is. No, uh, no. You know what we can do? We can just walk in our own stages. Our stage of life. Right now, well, I'm in stage 21. Your age. 
and I'm about to step into stage 22. And you know what that means? I'm three years closer to 25. And by 25, if I still am not satisfied with my life, that means I still have room to grow. Because let us preach growth and development. You know, that's the biggest thing. Talaga. That's why I'm looking for work now. I want to be in an organization or in a workplace that drives me to become better. That pushes me. <laughs> that pushes what? me to, to growth, if you know what to I growth. mean. But yeah, shout out to all the working people out there. Shout out. If you all need employees. Are you taking an you? internship? I, I got done with my internship a few months back, but I might take one. You want to let the people know where you had your internship? No, actually, I don't want to because it is not something that should be said on air. But if you guys want to know where I work, please do check out my link in the account, Virgil.Ramos. On LinkedIn, and you'll see my... Hold on, let me connect with you. So yeah, I mean, guys, if you guys want to talk about a lot of different things with me, especially with business, with the work, with the organizational development, please do let me know. It's pretty pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. So again, Anna, how about you? Like, are you still going to law school? I heard Tita talk about you wanting to go to law school. <laughs> well, you know, like you said earlier, we have different aspirations now that we're older. So I'm still think I I don't know I don't you know when you know they say that you gotta love law school you gotta be passionate about it for you to succeed in that field. Well, I don't have that. I don't have that passion nor drive or drive to like try and succeed in that field. As like you, I am lost. No, you know what? I didn't, okay, I, didn't I have a question I for lost. you. Okay, go what? Is it okay to admit that you're lost, or should you keep it to yourself? You can admit it to other people, but then if you keep telling yourself that you're lost, how will you find your way? That's true. Aww. I mean, guys, it's okay to be lost, but you have to go to the lost and found. No, okay. And on a serious note, yeah, it, it's okay. Like, like, I mean, it's okay to be lost, but then like there's nothing, it's not okay when you know that you're lost and there's nothing you can do about it. But here's also the thing that people do not know, people are confused is that, Sige, yeah, you, you do know you're lost and you do something about it, but then in the progress of you trying to get up and find yourself, you know, you, you have those slip back, yeah, you slip, you have those setbacks. So then you tell yourself you're lost again. What do you do then, Virgil? Well, I think it's very important to take your take a take a time off from a lot of your commitments, especially if you have the opportunity to be away from your current environment. Let's say if you guys have any any um resources for you to go out of town, like even just I don't know, if you're from the if you're from the metro, if you're from Metro Manila, if you guys have any um, resources to go to Tagaytay or La Union or even Boracay or any beaches near the metro, then that's good. Because, I mean, it's always important to free yourself from your environment for you to think and really go back to yourself. Um, I think that's one thing that really helped me, especially in my four years of college. I know I'm still about to join the workforce and will still experience a lot of, a lot of hardships. But, of course, we had our own hardships in college and one of those 
was really looking for a place where you will be. And honestly, especially when I went to La Union with me and my friends, it was really good. Could you actually time. say more about that? Like, I feel, you know, like a lot of people are going out, going to Barakai, going to beaches. What, how was the process like? What were the processes or what was the process in like oh. being a so if you guys, if you guys want to do an eat, pray, love for, let's say, an eat, pray, love scenario in Baraka, it's actually really easy nowadays. All you have to do is secure your health declaration form with the Akan government. So for, for international listeners out there, if you guys want to visit one of the best beaches in the whole world, please do... Is it really though? Is it really Barak? I mean, one, it's just one of the best beaches. But like, I feel like Baraka is like overrated. I feel like Philippines are more like. It's cleaner now. It's cleaner now. It's really clean. Like, I could say that the sandbar or the beach, very, very wide now. And I mean, you just have to take uh, your RT PCR test. So if you guys have money, um, you guys could use that for your group or if you guys would also want to use the government agencies it's it's free ours was free because we live in Taguig City it's free for us um, and also Wait, your, what was free? the RT-PCR test your swab test did that hurt? was that your first no. time to get a swab test? Actually, it was actually it didn't hurt for me I, I don't know for everyone it's a different experience probably because I have a big nose um <laughs> Honestly, I have a big nose. Uh, it didn't hurt for me. It was very fun, actually. I wanted to do it again. Uh, but but thank God it was a negative test. And of course, we had to book our hotel, our flight. And then after that, you're good. If the Aklang government um, approves of your documents, then you're good. When you get to Barakay, you just have to show your documents. And then go straight to your hotel. Then you can go around Barakay. But of course, said you still have to wear a mask. So if you guys want to do an eat, pray, love, actually a lot of hotels offer tourists a month's stay in Barakay in the in their establishment, so you guys can stay there for a month and think about a lot of things. You can work from home from there. Actually, it's pretty good. the The cell service is good. It's not that bad. What hotel did oh, you yeah. stay in? Um, I want to give a shout out to Henan. Henan uh, Agency. Henan, yeah. I stayed there with my family. Is that it like the ano, the bahay kubo na st- stay in? Was it the bahay no, 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 kubo no. or like the actual building na hotel type? Building hotel type, but it's beachfront. So all I had to do was just walk a few steps outside of my room and I'm by the beach already. Station one, like, one, two, or three? I think station two. Station two. two. Yeah, yeah. I was right beside, uh, I'm near D-Mall, D- 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 so for anyone familiar with Barakay, I was near D-Mall. Yeah, it was actually a good experience with my family. It was when did you go time. there again? I went there last month, actually, January, late January. We, it was during my term break, so I was on semester break. So and how many then, weeks would you say should you prepare for like the swab testing, the Aklant you know, approval? Um, Two weeks? The, your swab test is only valid for 72 hours. So after 72 hours, the validity of your swab test is um, void and nullified. So you have to take one again. So you have to travel within that time frame. Like you have to leave Metro Manila within the time frame. But then like, okay, see, 
Isn't, aren't you still like worried? Because like, what if nga, you took the swab test, you're negative, but then the moment you arrive there, what if you caught it like the airplane or like the days before you went to the airport? I mean, you'll know. <laughs> I mean, like it's, a sim- you get asymptomatic, you know. But then you can have yourself tested again after. Mm. But then what if they're like, na-ulo people like, oh, it's okay, I'm fine. But then they're not fine. Yeah, aren't you like worried? I'm sorry, I'm like one of those spreading people lang. I'm worried, but of course, guys, come on. You're gonna die of boredom in your house. Your mental like, how can you how can you handle yourself mentally? You're just being at home all the freaking time. You know what, guys? It's always important to follow health and safety protocols when you go out. And also always, always follow social distancing and stuff. Because you can't stop your life because a pandemic did. That's why there is health and safety protocols. What do you, I do get where you're coming from, but then like also like to me, cause well, not to me, me like just like a very small part of me feels like whenever like you know whenever my family tries to bring oh we should go to this no no we just gotta take a swab test and like get approval blah 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 I'm like a part of me is like I don't like I feel guilty to the extent in the sense that like. I don't want to look like it feels insensitive to those people who like had it and who had lost people because of it. But then I get where you're coming from it and that's scary. But I think it's also giving respect to those people by following your health and safety protocols. And I mean, what's good with this is you get yourself tested first. And there's a lot of people out there who still work and go out without having themselves tested. That's the scary part. At least you have your peace of mind that you're negative. So if you go out to Boracay, you're negative. You have that you have that validation that oh I'm negative. I can I have peace of mind. But still I'll still follow the health and safety protocols. So there's that. And you you know, that's why it's important to keep yourself healthy, of course. Not just with the testing and stuff, like with your diet and how you live your life. Because anyone can get the virus, but it really depends on how your actions will, you know, get you far, right? So if your actions in, internally is already bad and externally it's bad also, then you're bound to, you're bound to get sick. But of course, if you do both internally and externally good, then that's you reducing your chances of getting the virus. Well, that is very inciting to know. But yeah, I mean... No, actually at this point, I really do wish that we already like get access to the vaccine. Um, I'm like honestly so confused at what kind of vaccine are we getting. Like, I heard that like Parnake is going to have like free vaccine, but I don't know what kind of vaccine. And I don't know if it's true. So, well, okay, that's that's... We're just going to do more research on that. But anyways, also, Virgil, I do want to ask you something. Go go ahead. How the fuck are you using your phone and, like, listening to me? Like, how is your brain, like... No, my brain is still in this conversation. How? I can't do that. Like, there's some people that, like, I know, like, they can, like, multitask. Me yeah, being no. Gemini, I just I actually brought zodiac sign into this shit, but like I can't, I can't do things multi, like you know, 
all in ones. Like, I gotta make sure this this one's done and this one and this one, this one. Because if I so, I tend to make more, like, it, it doesn't give me good results. Does that make sense? For some reason, when I do only one thing, my mind tends to wander. And that's why, that's why for some reason, I find myself doing a lot of things at once. Because I don't like my brain, I don't want my brain to be wandering around. So I can still, I'm still as invested in this conversation as I am looking through LinkedIn. You know, I used to call LinkedIn as LinkedIn. That's good for you. What? What? LinkedIn? You pronounce it as LinkedIn, right? Yeah, LinkedIn. It's LinkedIn, yeah. Not LinkedIn. I used to say LinkedIn. Anyways. Honestly, guys, the thing about love. Wow, love. Nah, okay. Go. What were you saying? Verge. I don't know. It comes for me. It comes in um, unexpectedly. If it, this this is romantic love, but I guess if this is love in general, love is everywhere. I mean, I don't know why we find it so difficult for us to find love because by the very fact that you're in your house, living under a good roof sleeping in a good bed you're loved by your parents and you're by and by your family members i mean sometimes it's it's just because of the obligation but of course they love you the man nevertheless but of course when it comes to romantic love that is something i am not very credible to talk about because <laughs> <laughs> i really can't i don't know there's some for some reason as a neo i can't it's just very difficult. Maybe because I'm a point in, I'm in a point in my life where I'd rather focus on myself first. Because how can you love the best way you can if you if you can't love yourself in the same way, deba? Because mm, if wow, you love if, God, okay. if you love yourself, then you know that you won't settle for anything less. And that's what scares me. What if I settle? That if the person that I can truly love is out there, parent, diba? But of course, you would never know if you don't try to love. But again, don't settle. Don't settle just because someone gave you attention. Just because someone gave you gifts or or showed you a lot of things, you know? You settle know like, settle like, like, you know, saying yes to the legal part or, you know, or settling like, let's say you're like, five years into the relationship and the person proposes to you, would you, like, in that kind of settle sense? Like, do you know what I'm asking? Yeah, I get what you're asking. Um, it's not settle, like, settle down. It's more like, oh, this person takes some of my boxes when it comes to loving someone. Some. But then it's, for example, three-fourths of the boxes were tick. Then you just, could you go for that person because, oh, that's majority of my boxes. But then you find someone when you're in a relationship who takes all of the boxes, like a ho- uh, hold the whole. You're saying, seat. like, don't settle just because it's the best option for now. Yeah, for now. Pero think okay. See, okay, here's the thing. Because you, you said kanina also that it's hard, it's it's like for some people it's difficult to find love, and then you said like it's not because it's everywhere. But here's the fine. Here's the question: here. Where's the fine line? Because some, for some people, they say that. You know, love is just like it's better. Like the the reason why you can't find love is because you're too picky. But then there are other people that say that oh, you know, just 
just go for what's there. Parang hindi ka may question. Like, where's the fine line? How can you tell yourself that you should settle for this person versus, you know, I'm settling for this person because like I don't want to be too picky anymore. That's why I keep complaining because I don't want to complain now. Oh, I I have no love life. Do you get my question? I get your question. Actually, again, I'm not very credible. So if whatever you guys heard didn't sit well with you, then I guess it wasn't good enough. But of course, I feel like you just gotta take. Just get okay if you find someone and you find that person interesting then try probably something something good's gonna come out of it but of course you know when you want better things for yourself like mm. if you think that you can do better You gotta, you gotta talk. You gotta talk it out to that person. I mean, it's still unfair. You know what? I know you're putting me in a very difficult situation because I've never been put. <laughs> I've never experienced any of these. Well, you like, know, this I, is me. This is me trying to like end like the you know because it's like like the last few days of the love month. Might as well bring in a little bit of love in there. But okay, I, I get it. I, I I'm not also a um you know, I am in a happy relationship, but I'm not also an expert in love. So that being said, let's try to move on with something more general and more Virgil friendly. <laughs> What's Virgil friendly, guys? I mean, just because I'm not good with love doesn't mean I don't know how to love. I love in my own way. I'm not saying that. Nobody's saying that, Virgil. <laughs> no one's trying to blame me for like not knowing how to love. We know that every people know how to love in their own kind of way. It's just a matter of who gets to accept it and if they're willing to accept it. Wow, who got? Honestly, okay. I just don't know what to talk about when it comes to to things like this. I mean, I know how to talk about love for what you're doing, but love for another person? Come on. Okay, second. Lord, just give it to me. Just, since you're very, you know, business-minded, one of the most business-minded friends that close friends that I have have. Would you? Because I I've seen a lot of people on Instagram, like posting stories about investing in stocks and all that. Would you? Would you say you're in I that would. stage of your life? Honestly, I would. Although I would have wanted to do it early in my college life, but I knew that I was in a place where and I wouldn't be able to focus on it. Because there were so many things happening for me, like there were there were there were a lot of things I was exploring into. So if I did that, that would be just a waste of money for me because I wouldn't be able to look into it that much. But now in my life, in this part in my life, I'm actually trying to learn more about it because again, stocks would be something that would always be there if you're if the economy and the market's doing good. Of course, you'd be good. You'd, you'd have good results. But again, it's not for everybody because you have to continuously shell in money. So if you guys are not comfortable with shelling in money or gambling your luck or even your knowledge. Yeah, it's a gamble. No. Eh. Even my I dad says like, it's a good thing, smart, but it's a gamble. Smart gamble. It's a smart gamble. That's why you have to learn first before you gamble. Like, do, do you guys think that the poker players gambled right there and there? No, they had to learn the trade. So you have to learn the trade also. Anything is acquired. All knowledge in this world is acquired nowadays. You can just go into Facebook, YouTube, and you can learn a lot. Just make sure it's verified and it's legit and learn from them. Again, 
it's acquired knowledge. So I think, ano, if you're planning to try out stocks, and anybody listening to us today, if you guys are planning to try out stocks, it's a good thing if you're willing to gamble, but it's not if you're not willing to gamble, whatever floats your boat. You know, whatever floats your boat. You mentioned something that, you know, reminded me of one of our one teacher that we had in high school who I'm not going to mention because he he's, you know, he's not, you know. He said like learning is voluntary. You can learn anything, even on YouTube, on in the libraries. You don't have to go to school. Although he has many questionable traits, that is one thing that I do agree on. I do agree with. Is that anything can be learned outside of school. Which is true. I've always... I loved high school, but also did not... I mean, I enjoyed high school, but I wouldn't say I loved it. Oh, wait. I do love it. I did love it, but I didn't enjoy it. Bang. Pusta. Bang. Let's just say I, I, I was glad that I was part of high school, but it's something that still felt like like you were limited. Like for you, like when you went to college, it felt like there are a lot of people. You meet all sorts of people. And like, I don't know about you, but that's the feeling I had in college. Well, I think high school is very different for all of us, even in people in different countries. For sure, for sure. It's just like the feeling is like... Yeah. I I don't know with you. When you first experienced college, what did it feel like to you? Because I remember you were one of the people that was so excited about like, you know, starting starting college, especially when we had that like six-month vacation. (laughs) It was a vacation. It it indeed was a vacation. Actually, actually guys, uh, high school was fun for me because I was able to pursue my... By academics well, by sports well, met lifelong friends. So I knew that I I did good in high school. But of course, I knew I could do better in college. And I and I could say I did. Um, I put my foot out there, tried different things, uh, really discovered more about myself. And I'm sorry, do you hear that? Yes, I do hear that. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I, my apologies, guys. It's hard to have a lot of friends. But again, in college, I was just really happy to be able to really dabble into many things that I've always wanted to try, especially in, in being a leader. Like, I knew I always wanted to be more than just a follower. But of course, everyone still has to be a follower before they become leaders. And that's what I learned, really. You have, you have to put your entire self into something you truly want to. So I think that's what I'm doing now. Like, even even in my last year, I'm still trying to better myself. So yeah, that's something I really enjoyed in college because I was given a lot of freedom and opportunity to do things my own way. Because of course, in high school, everything was so structured. Like, the teacher would always be behind you and tell you what you have to do. Yeah, <laughs> haircut with freaking haircut. God. I mean, you know, we were in a very one of the prestigious private schools Catholic out there, so school. they were yeah, Catholic school pass. So like, I feel like I mean, not even not even if we were just private, but like Catholic schools in general are very strict. So like, I feel like they were strict more on you guys because I remember every time like we get into class, teachers are really like. I don't know. For some reason, they had like hot guys and be like, 
Your hair's too long. It's not two inches. Felt bad for you guys, but and then here remember, you are with like really big. Remember hair. that time? Remember that that time back in ninth grade with our class advisor? I would <laughs> I would I was sitting right up front. I was sitting right up front. He was checking our diaries. Were, they, the were, way, you, were you beside Jacobe? I think that was you when you were beside Jacobe or Ali ba? Or Cuerdo? I forgot. It was either Ali or Steph. But hi guys, if you're listening to this. But I was up front, right in front of the teacher's table. He was checking our diaries. So Gago, you were my seatmate. I think you were. I forgot. Yeah, I we forgot. were like by the cubby holes because I remember you'd always but, like randomly massage my back. And telling me like, oh, you're so stressed, like all these knots. But then, but then, back in high school, guys, back in even in grade school, in our school, we'd have school diaries where we have to put the homework for the day, assignments, any announcements, so that our parents are quite aware of what's happening with us in school. And so, the teacher told me, "Hey, Virgil, your your hair is pretty long." Then I just then I then I told my teacher, well, I just had a haircut yesterday. Well, I didn't really have a haircut that day or the day before that. It was really long. I admitted it was really long, but I didn't want to lose the argument. And so I said, No, I, I cut I had my haircut just the other day. It just grew it just grew longer. Then he's just like, Where are you serious? You're just lying. You know what liars go to hell. You know what I told the teacher? Oh my god, I remember that know. line. That was such a line. That was such a fucking line he had. In hell. That he just shut up. I mean, we're still friends. Hi, sir. If you probably remember this. Does he follow you on Instagram? He does. He does. You know what? But like, it's funny because like, you know how these teachers, they'll be like, oh, your hair got so long. And then it'd be the same teachers who who actually have long hair. Oh, yeah, exactly. I don't know why teachers were like... You know, they say like, set a good example, but... I mean, I'm not bashing the teachers. If anything, I have like a soft spot for teachers. At least the reasonable ones. The nice ones. Because, you know, as I've said, there could be shitty teachers out there. Okay, but you know, here's the thing. We complain about so, you know, we, we, as students, as young people, we complain so much about having these kinds of shitty teachers. But yeah, there are shitty teachers, but there's also like a lot of shitty students and it's not fair that they disrespect the teachers because them and you know like does that make sense well there would always be a group of students who would disrespect the teachers but again at the end of the day it should always be constant communication with your students because how could you earn the respect of your students if you don't treat them like how they should be treated because oftentimes we're treated like robots i mean I don't want to answer your homework. Why are you making me answer your homework? Gosh. <laughs> Did I agree to this? No. <laughs> I have one last question for you. Do you miss high school? I miss the people in high school, but not necessarily the high school environment. I feel like a lot of us are like, but aren't the students, aren't the people technically We're- the ones who like make the surround like environment? <laughs> Does that make not sense? really. Because we all were conditioned to accept the environment we were in. Unlike in college, for example, now I'm studying in a Catholic university. It's is it Catholic? Catholic? Isn't it Jesuit? Yes. Jesuits are Catholics. That's why what? we do the same. Are you sure? Okay, I'm going to cut that out. Why is, it Ma- why is Mary our patron? 
Anyway, what you were saying, unlike about college. But like about college and even me studying at a Catholic university, it gives you a space to think for yourself. Like, unlike back in high school, you're conditioned to think that this is the right, like, this certain set of ideals or knowledge is what you should follow. But in college, you can choose what you want and what you don't want to follow. It's because you have a mind for yourself. And I think that's what a lot of our schools and the school system tends to forget or tend to forget is that your students have a mind of their own. Even if they're just, what, 16, 17, they're all, they can sing for themselves. Yeah. So they give them the trust and benefit of the doubt that they're going to mm-hmm. do well. So yeah, that's something I would say that's very different. How about you, Ando? In the States, <laughs> it's pretty... There's no religion that much, right? Like you guys don't follow No, anyone. I mean, especially in New York. Because, yeah, okay, my, okay my, the first university I had in New York, obviously, and New York itself is already pretty liberal. But then the university I'm at in California, the one I transferred to, is a Catholic, is a private Catholic school. But is the one that I'm at now... USD does not is not as strict or it's it still has a different environment from that Catholic setting that I was used to back in high school. But anyways, I also want to point out like because in New York, like or just generally moving abroad, especially in the states. If I'm being honest, I I didn't think race was such a big issue. I mean, like because here, cause we didn't have any like okay, yeah, we had a form of you know like slavery to a certain extent that is like you know we were all mannered people right basically but then in america they were also kind of like like the you know the black community there they've experienced more you know injustice and all that stuff unlike here when you before i moved to states i i used to think and i'm i'm pretty ashamed of this but before i moved to states it was like here i really like didn't think you know like i didn't know shit i didn't even know who the fuck james baldwin was i didn't know about I didn't know about like, I didn't even know about Jim Crow. Like, if you guys don't know, James Baldwin is this like um, activist. He's an activist, right? Yeah, he's an activist. He's like the Malcolm X or like um, uh, Martin Luther King, or like you know, and like I didn't like there were a lot of things about like the about race that I didn't know because here in America we don't really talk about race. Like, we didn't really experience a grave kind of pain as compared to those in America did. So when I moved there, like everything, I felt like honestly I was walking on eggshells because there were a lot of things I didn't know. I didn't know like about race. I didn't, I didn't like to like, you know, the pain that the black community experienced before their history. I didn't know about like, there were certain things that I didn't know were actually not nice to ask. I don't know for me because in, in like college in general it's just like a huge learning experience for me like if, if someone's gonna ask me where I really learned college in high school like you said we were really structured to learn like in this certain you know perspective long it's like I also want to know like if high school like now like our school now or schools now in general are more like at least liberal knowing like we've been more open and more like vocal about what's wrong. Brian gets I get where you're coming from. Well I think I think the difference here in the Philippines is that 
we're a melting pot. We're a melting pot of cultures. So we're very receptive. What do you mean, melting pot of culture? Melting pot of cultures. I know we've been colonized by so many different races. Yeah, but then like it feels like to us it's just like one kind of culture. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. Chinese, Asian, or like. Yeah, of course. For us, it's just one culture. But again, again, we're more receptive of different people, because. Are we though? Like, I still feel like we have still like we have progressed in a certain like. We move forward do, a little bit. I do think we're we're more receptive of a particular race, but overall, we're we're a very welcoming country when it comes to this. I, based on personal experience, because. Of course, when we go to what Makati or like PGC, we see how most of them are over the place, and people are just norm- are just fine with that. That's very normal. Like, wait, what do you mean? I mean, like we are a friendly, like you know, we're very welcoming. We have a really strong, strong sense of like kababayan and all that stuff. Like, you know, bayanihan, bayanihan. You know, we have we have a strong sense of bayanihan. But then again, it's so questions like, are we just doing that? Like, because we're your friend, you know, that they're like, you know, they say like people, this, this certain group are like, or this person is polite, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're friendly. So you mean we're tolerating them? I'm not saying we're tolerating them. I'm saying like, I'm asking like, you know, the moment we land in the airport, land at the airport, you know, get through the security and stuff. We're welcoming. We're nice. Or, Or like, if you go to like, if anything, I feel like people outside the metro are nicer. Outside Metro Manila, people are nicer. Like, friendlier. And IDK, maybe the city life has just... Do you have anything else to say? Well, if there's one thing we did learn about tonight or in this podcast is that there's a lot of things that we realized growing up. And what Ano and I just talked about were things that I think we kind of realized now that we're about to end a chapter in our lives. We're about to be working people. As mm-hmm. scary as that sounds, we're going to have to pay taxes, about to pay bills. Do you know and I actually send my taxes abroad? Even though I didn't work there, I didn't, even if I don't have to do anything, I literally still have to send my taxes. I have to file for a tax. That's something I don't have to do yet. So I'm just happy that Right now, I'm being provided for, but hopefully, I'll be able to provide for my family soon. Not, not that we, not that I'm obligated to, but I feel like I, I need to. Like they don't tell me that I have to, but I feel like I need to. So that's something that we realized growing up, and hopefully for everyone out there, I hope that you guys find your peace, find where you want to be, and find where you should be. But of course, everything falls into place eventually. Maybe not today, but hopefully soon. So with that, I want to thank Anna for inviting me into her podcast. Of course, this would only be one of many episodes. As you guys know, I'm very madaldal or talkative in English. So if you guys <laughs> want to follow me, please do hit me up on my socials. Hopefully, Anna would include them in the description below. But of course... It's a again, podcast. I don't have a YouTube video for this one yet. I mean, you could put it in the in the episode list or something. But if you guys are <laughs> curious, please do follow me at Virg Ramos on IG. Well, that's the only socials I have aside from Facebook, of course. Again, thank you, everyone. And Ano, wrap it up, I guess. <laughs> well, that was a very sweet last message, Virgil. It's so I'm so glad you were able to make this chica and cuento with me. I 
I totally miss those days where we just quent about anything. But yeah, I hope to see you. I hope to chica and quent with you again soon. I mean, I feel like after this, we will still make quent until like we basically quent everything. But yeah, anyway, with that being said, Thank you guys for tuning in to Cuento Vedano, Room 5E3. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.